Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings about those characters, and then make them fight for our amusement and also 
yours. I'm your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is both whiskey and Ken Knapsack in around the same amount. <laughs> An equal amount. I'm so happy to be equal to this excellent uh, Jameson IPA that we It is here. lovely. I'm yeah, smacking my lips. It's very delicious. Mm, going, going flavor crazy over yeah. this. Uh, so uh, it'll, it'll be an extra fun episode infused with IPA Jameson if you'd like to drink along or have some apple juice, whatever. Right. You know, we've had a really great run of databank brawls where we've had a bunch of really cool guests. Uh, we had uh, many of the members, uh, uh, cast members of Hyper RPG, RPG's Pencils and Parsecs. Then we had the fellows from the great podcast Star Wars Minute. Now we are back to databank mm. brawl basics. Just us in a little sip of something to just go crazy with some weirdos. Absolutely. And, and us being the primary weirdos, uh, <laughs> let's take it to some strange places. Yeah. And we... We got some strangers, but I think this is going to be an interesting battle because it actually does make a little bit more sense mm-hmm. than some of our battles. But are you ready to just start with your first combatant? Let's dive in. All right. Our first combatant is Varys Hydan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I like this a lot here. Yeah. Um, I saw him right there at the top and I had to go for it. Here's what the official StarWars.com data bank entry is, and then we'll go deep. Varys Hyden, an advisor to Emperor Palpatine, Minister Varys Hyden is not Force-sensitive, but is a scholar of Jedi and Sith lore and history. Upon the discovery of the Lothal Jedi Temple, Hyden was charged with leading the excavation and deciphering its mysteries. Mm. So, mm-hmm. this guy, if you're like, eh, what are you talking about? Uh, he was in the very ending of Star Wars Rebels, much like the databank was describing. Mm. He was basically the first time he got to see kind of an imperial dignitary. He's got a weird little purple hat thing, right, that he wears <laughs> on his head. It's not a kind of a full ha- uh, head it's, yeah, cowl. It's weird. It's like, yeah, it's like a, if, if you had a wet rag on your head and you just <laughs> left it there. It's kind of purple and evil? Yeah. Yeah. Purple, yeah. purple and evil. Purple and evil. Pur- purple evil head thing. He's yeah. swearing. It's great. Uh, but yeah, I, I just squealed in excitement when he first appeared to see this kind of character fully realized on screen. Yeah, I, I had a great reaction to this character, both once I... Two kind of reactions. One, I thought, oh, is this like Yuptashu from later in the Aftermath novels? Yeah. Uh, another Imperial dignitary? Is it Janus Grijatus or something like that? Is one of the characters? Simalu. Simalu. Um, and then I was like, well, what about Vinay? Uh, the, the one that we see oh, in yeah. Vader's castle. Yeah. Is that the same level or is he just a butler? Um, then when, so I was excited. Then it was revealed, oh, it's Minister Hyden. It's this other character. And then Malcolm McDowell's doing the voice. I'm like, oh, awesome. Another one in the ranks. Yeah. I enjoy that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's an amazing character. Is there anything else on Wikipedia to flesh him out, or do we really only have this one appearance? You know, it's this one appearance, and it goes into a little bit more detail of the episodes that we know and and the the, uh, Wolves in a Door, World Between Worlds, and and the great stuff that kind of ended the Rebel series. So there's not a lot of, like, height and all that kind of stuff. We just got species human male, uh, hair color gray, eye color blue, skin color pale. He's truly an empire. <laughs> and died, color. I like, confirms the death is one year before the Battle of Yavin on Ooh. Lothal. So it kind of gives you a little more, you know, non-StarWars.com but I trust Wikipedia on this. Yeah. A little more where the show ended and how much time between oh, the wow. events. Oh, wow, yeah. That's that's way earlier, mm-hmm. farther out from the Battle of Scarif than I thought. Right, yeah. right. Which, which, 
also means Jason Sindula was probably a newborn during the Battle of Scarif, but I'm not here to get into details. <laughs> yeah, let's, right. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll let uh, Varys Hyden have weird, mysterious theories, right? Yeah. Uh, so can you give us a nice, juicy physical description? We know he's pale. We know he has a yeah. uh, weird uh, purple napkin on his head that yeah. reeks of evil. What is his, uh, what's his body covered it's, with? It is as best as I can can figure here, and I'm going to also do a double clicking, if you don't mind, do some clicking, and get into some images here and see if we can see anything more in the designs and from the episode. He's just really in, wearing those robes head to toe. Okay. Uh, you know, there's not anything, there's not like Minister Hyden in pantsuit outfit <laughs> or, you know, anything like that. He looks... Classic, and and people like you and I, and a lot of Star Wars fans around the world, we we immediately recognized. Oh, he's of that that dignitary dignitary ilk. ilk. Yeah. Okay. So that's fun. So we can imagine who knows what under those mm-hmm. robes. A very prominent nose too. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So we don't have a lot uh, uh, more physical description. We mm-hmm. don't have a lot more juicy canon to discuss. Yeah. We both like him. I will say one of the things I really liked about him is that he portrayed himself as knowledgeable about art, but as a critic. Yes, was very clear about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that that was really powerful after all of Star Wars Rebels, uh, yeah. showing us Sabine the artist, showing us Thrawn the art appreciator, mm-hmm. who thinks he could unlock it in this kind of evil, menacing guy who trades in weird artifacts, right? Yeah. Who in theory truly deeply needs to understand art. That's his right. plot point in these episodes. He needs to understand the art on the walls of the Jedi Temple to unlock the world between worlds. Yeah, and what it is, uh, means. But that he has that sort of um, nose in the air attitude yeah. about it. Yeah, it's, and it, which is you know so great that it you know it's obviously Sabine and that that means something. Yeah, I love that he's like, oh you're an artist, I'm a critic. Yeah. He's yeah. like a, he like has a YouTube show. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a know-it-all. And it's interesting that he does actually know much more than other Imperials because yeah. he knows the truth yeah. of Darth Sidious. All right. So that is Minister Hyden. I think a favorite character, brand new favorite character of a lot of people. So mm-hmm. hopefully he'll have a good show in here on Databank Brawl. This was fun to think. Who is Minister Hyden going to face? And I went uh, to the depths of my list of somebody that I've wanted to have on Databank Brawl for a long time. And this character seemed like a good matchup. And that is that beloved character, Professor Huang. (laughs) Here's what StarWars.com has to say. Huyang was an ancient droid, stooped with age, yet still spry of mind. Huyang was a storied architect and professor who oversaw the construction of lightsabers for centuries. Based out of the training vessel Crucible, Huyang guided younglings after they had successfully completed their task of securing a kyber crystal from the icy caverns of Ilum. Huyang helped them visualize their lightsaber parts and pulled the needed supplies from his vast trove. His ancient memory systems contained records of every lightsaber constructed. Mmm. Mmm. Great. Great pull. I love this pull. Here's why I love this pull. Joseph is uh, this is you've got you've got uh, the potential for two professorial ca- characters yeah. to have a battle of wits more than a battle of uh, physicality and violence. Yeah, I think there'll be wits and limbs involved. Yes, in this. yeah, yeah. So for people who aren't uh, caught up, th- this is a, a weirdly awesome character. I think from the Clone Wars that yeah. just opens up so many cool lines of thinking, and is yet yeah. another great example of George Lucas going, I don't know, let's play. Yeah. So the idea that the Jedi, who are so natural and organic, would have this ancient droid 
be mm-hmm. kind of the first, uh, the main helper of building lightsabers for younglings. And that, and that this, this, this data bank and the, the knowledge that's in this character. Yeah. Right? Uh, voice. So we've got two. I, I see what you've done here. You got Malcolm McDowell, and then you got David Tennant. Yes. And I know you're a fan <laughs> of Tennant, Doctor Who, and all that stuff. So I get what's going on here. This is a, like you said, what would you say, Mark IV droid? Is that what uh, it is? It's Mark yeah. IV oh, architect yeah. droid. He's an architect, a storied architect and yeah. professor. Yeah, which, you know, what school did you go to? You're not just programmed? I don't Jedi understand. Jedi school? Uh, yeah, Jedi like, did the Jedi school? build him? Or was yeah. he, like, a professor about lightsabers? And, like, you know what? And this is, you know, generations and generations yeah. before the Clone Wars. And, like, you know what? We got this ship. Mm-hmm. We, we don't want it ever to land. We just want it to go back and forth between Coruscant and Ilum. Yeah. Because you are the one and only contact point yeah. for building lightsabers. Yeah. That's a good business. Yeah. A good, good business. A little, like, little, he's a little like a weird version of Ollivander from the Harry Potter series with the whole sort of wand presentation, yeah, you yeah. know? It's like, need, a help from, uh, need help uh, from the gathering? Call Professor Wong. <laughs> um, yeah, the Harry Potter thing, it, it, it's funny. It, it definitely, I remember watching the episode in, like, in a good way. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're trying to add some like schooling, uh, a school structure to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? Maybe that was a youngling spinoff attempt. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, one point. Eight meters tall, masculine programming, sensor color, yellow, plating color, silver, though in the pictures it looks like a like a rusted silver. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's definitely real old. Yeah. And like that I, that idea that a droid can be stooped with age, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Stooped with age. The stooped with age program in there. And of course, I'm fascinated with the idea that Star Killer Base is Ilum, so I love any I I love Ilum in the in the Star Wars story. It's wonderful magical kind of planet there and uh you know he's known and just imagine sitting down with this character and and the history that he knows and the people that he knows you gotta imagine like him and yoda now are buddies they're just like you know oh yeah yeah hey yoda i'm coming back into coruscant for a little bit i got some time off when's the next gathering you want to grab a bite down at dexter's like yeah i, I can see that happening i don't eat i'm a droid but let's meet <laughs> up anyway but he might because this droid <laughs> this is a crazy droid and this is uh, I, this is not confirmed. This is just my uh, uh, opinion. Is doing all these weird databank entries. So there is the droid in Maz Kanata's castle who has fought on databank brawl me eighty nine. Yeah. Who in her databank entry says there are whispers that over her long service she once served the Jedi. Oh. And I think it's because they have a design similarity. That's awesome. So that somebody is like, oh, it looks a little like Professor Huyang. So there you go. The new trilogy connects to old canon. Exactly. All right. Don't tell me otherwise. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. Uh, now, do you have fond memories of this character? I know you like mm-hmm. that arc. It's a great arc. I do like I do like it. It's it's kind of Clone Wars at its best in that it it, it can be sometimes silly or... Uh, you know, if I'm watching A New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi as a kid, there's n- at no point do I think there's a uh, um, a weird old droid that took a young Obi-Wan to a snow planet to find a crystal. Like, that's weird, <laughs> A right? strange old kind of butler yeah, droid yeah, almost. Like, yeah. that's not what happened. It's something different. But then George gives structure to his, his histories here, and, and you can kind of just accept it and have fun with it. And I like that there's this kind of this, this weird... 
weird droid taking the kids out for a little field trip. Yeah, and now I don't. I'm not always great about uh, remembering to revisit the voice. So I, I remember David Tennant yeah. doing the voice, and I think he's just kind of weird and playful, a little three PO like. Yeah, I don't think it was really aggressively. Certainly mm-hmm. uh, not. It doesn't stand out other than I think we knew it was Tenet going in. Yeah. I and I recognize him because, yeah. like, uh, you know, he's naturally Scottish, but he does yeah. he, his sort of basic British accent mm. uh, that still has a little bit of that Scottish hidden in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah there, there's a lot going on with Yang's voice there. Um, so, yeah, you like this character? I like this character. And, and here, you know, here's what. Can I, we, we, sometimes we read quotes, right? Yeah. We read quotes. And, and let me check... Uh, uh, Haydn doesn't really have a quote, uh, though we did see the show. So there, it's a little bit of a long quote. Hwang to the class of Jedi younglings. From the battles of Rashfond to the peacekeeping of Parliok to our very own Clone Wars, the lightsaber is the Jedi's only true ally. But how do they work? Mm-hmm. Yes, you have brought me crystals, but they're all useless unless you give them life. Do you know how to awaken the force within the crystal? No? Then I suggest you listen and learn until you think of a question this droid cannot answer. So I love that quote because yeah. it's, it gives, again, gives some order and structure to what this Jedi order is, uh, good or bad. And then we get these little morsels of, of history. We all love our lore. We all love our old republic, right? Yeah. Love the battles of Rashvond and the peacekeeping of Parliok. Yeah. I want to know what that is. I love that. Good yeah, stuff. what the hell that is. And the, a good reminder that even though we've dived dealt deep into yeah. uh, crystal, kyber crystals being sentient, like mm-hmm. there's a clear idea of you can't just jam them in the machinery. Yeah. Your lightsaber needs to be personal in order to activate the life inside the crystal. Right. That's really, really cool. Yeah, so I love this character. I love that it's a droid because it easily could have just been another Jedi. But the idea that it's a droid makes him seem like Jedi of old or even more open about Ooh, yeah, yeah. what is, you know, life, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. is sentience, and Professor Wang, yeah. pretty sentient. Uh, any other thoughts before we dive in? No, then this is going to get interesting. Yeah, Fast. let's get weird. Let's fight. So as... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As always, we like to decide where and when we are fighting. Yeah. So uh, good old Minister Hayden, mm. he dies, right? Uh, he, he, he does die at the t- in, in, in this episode, but... We don't know. Yeah. All right. We can play around with that. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm spacing. What actually did happen to him? The did oh, he, the temple did, 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 collapsed. The right? temple yeah, collapses. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 The temple collapses on him. Uh, he doesn't get eaten by a wolf. That's just right. almost every other imperial character. Right. Right. Gets right. shaken like a rag doll. Right. Uh, now Hoang gets beat up and cut apart in. Mm, yep. uh, but uh, survives. Survives. So one could imagine he rebuilds mm. himself. So. I think this would be interesting to set it uh, maybe a little bit before the events of Star Wars Rebels. Okay. In that like era that. of uh, the Empire and the Emperor is yep. sending out his uh, crazy cultist minions like Minister Hayden yep. to discover the secrets of old. And I'm sure one yes. of the things that Palpatine wants to know is like, where did that damn lightsaber droid go yeah he because he, he i'm sure he knew i'm sure he knew of the gathering i'm sure the jedi oh, were yeah. like oh so-and-so's out on the gathering field trip right now so <laughs> oh okay so i think palpatine sends hayden out towards the last known location of this planet ilum mm. i think we might have our first ilum fight to my knowledge okay uh, unless yeah we fought on ilum before <laughs> 
I like this. Yeah, so maybe it's even earlier because, uh, mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, so pretty soon after. Oh, after the, the events Republic. of Sith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, maybe, here, I like this. So I think Palpatine pretty soon, pretty quickly knows, uh, yeah, you know what, uh, you got this Death Star plan and needs right. power. Hey, let's just ravage Ilum. Mm. That's that place is crazy with crystals, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's pretty early on. We need to get to Ilum. Yeah. Yeah, need to get to Ilum. So I think he sends, you know, uh, uh, teams to drill, teams to yeah. excavate, but he also sends Minister Hayden. Yeah, Hayden. I need you to find the secrets of Ilum. There is a droid. That may be hiding there. There was a droid a thousand years old on the ship of the Crucible. <laughs> and, yeah, and Hayden's just, oh, he's eating all this up. He, lo- he I, I mm. like the idea that he's just like a cultist. He's just like, yes, oh. my lord. <laughs> yes. So excited. Yes, exactly. And I think he offers a compliment. What is he, what is, how does he compliment Palpatine? You are so wise and foresee it all. I will go to Ilum and find the truth Behind the crystals and the gathering. And so it is. Do what must be done. Uh, and <laughs> Harvest them all. <laughs> Harvest the crystals. So, uh, mm-hmm. we wipe to Ilum. <laughs> the name of my hip-hop album. Uh, yes. Wipe to Ilum. Wipe to Ilum. And uh, there, people are drilling away. There are some uh, stormtroopers there guarding over it all. Yeah. And Hayden has a couple of uh, these new elite troopers, these death troopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he uh, he's a, one of the few people who knows this truth. And uh, every, information is segmented and yeah. protected. He's like, well, I'm taking these two death troopers. Right. And (laughs) they're not great conversationalists, Haydn thinks to himself, Uh, but he's going to start. He's got an old Sith artifact Mm. called the Finder. (laughs) And you know, he's not a force user. No. So Palpatine did this and he poured some of his anger and hate into this weird compass thing it's a big piece of metal and it's got a big sharp wavy arm bled the compass he bled the compass and he just he filled it with his desire for that robot right and so uh minister hayden is walking Mm. through the snow he doesn't have any larger outer coat so he is freezing i'm i'm colder than i thought and the, the arrow points to a cave. Yes. So he marches that cave, right? Death troopers in tow. Yeah. <laughs> the movie versions of the death troopers on clone on rebels, they uh, you hear them a little better. Um, so yeah, they they approach the cave. Death troopers on the front there with uh, some flashlights on their uh, blasters there. Yeah. On their helmets too. Uh, hiding, shivering, but following. <laughs> And I think they step on down, they move, they move, unobstructed, nothing's in their way. And all of a sudden, it's getting even colder. Mm-hmm. And they come around the bend, and all, even the death troopers are like, whoa, whoa. Uh, all they can see is the shine of like a giant cavern, light. It's, a, it's luminous, blue, greens, purples, uh, some yellows, but that's not canon anymore. And then it's, well, let's see, the Jedi Temple Guards. Um 
There's just a lot. It's yeah, a lot it's going just, on. It, yeah, it is like just walking into like the most 1970s disco. There are eight disco balls coming from mm. different directions with weird lighting on them. Purple, orange, it's everything. And it's it's really hard to see what's going on. And they suddenly hear a who? <laughs> An alarmed noise. And then they hear a strange noise. They hear a... It almost sounded like something was being loaded into oh, yeah. like a, well, a slingshot. slingshot and two mm-hmm. lightsabers come ignited, flying, lightsabers. ignited nice. lightsabers come flying out of the darkness. Yeah. And I think one of them just spears a death th- trooper right <laughs> through the heart, just goes all the way in, deactivates the right. hilt. Uh, falls to the ground. The death trooper right. trooper falls over, uh, smoking with death. Right. Right. Uh, do you think the other lightsaber hits the other trooper? I think he. Uh, I think his partner was like a few steps ahead of him, so he. They both, you know, don't have time to react right away, but he has just an extra second to <gasps> flinch. And when he does that, the lightsaber hits off the top of his left shoulder and like. F- you know, uh, the ignition goes away and oh, it yeah. ignites and it just flops fl- away. It spins, it spins, yeah. right. So now here's the, I think, mm. the big question. There's clearly something there in the darkness. Yeah. How brave is Haydn? Haydn is now hiding behind a, a <laughs> bank of crystals and, and snow, little snow rocks, snow-covered rocks inside this cave. Um, uh, it's so cold, it's, it's created its own weather system, so it snowed inside this cave, all right? Or the wind just blew it. Never mind, Ken. Don't worry about the weather in space. Um, so Haydn's there. He's just like, oh, fi- fire on what's over there. Fire, fire. I think they do. Or the one does. One does. Pew, 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 pew. The, those, they got those big circular barrels. Love those, those big love circular those energy blasts. Pew, 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 mm-hmm. pew, pew, pew. And they hear, ha, ho, ha, 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 ho. <laughs> Uh, and they hear kind of this weird metallic rustling. Clearly there's something in there uh, dodging. And suddenly something emerges from the shadows. You hear like, all right then. Yes, it is. It is Huang, Professor Huang, Professor Huang. Now he's all beat up. He's got mismatching limbs that he oh, has yeah. repaired. Yeah. The feet don't match. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his arms is like a protocol droid arm because that's yeah. all he could find. Yeah. Uh, but he pulls out mm-hmm. a weird V-shaped lightsaber. Like there's a wide Ooh, V, a V blade, a V blade, oh. <laughs> blue wow. on one side, orange right. on the other. Wow. He's holding it in this weird droid stance. Did, did he go to Blade, get one of those Blade Builder sets? He wow. did. He did. Wow. He made a little, a little in the backstory. He's been hiding in this cave. He knows oh, he yeah, got he got the message of Order sixty six. Yeah. He knew uh, he got he was the crucible was discovered that his ship and fired yeah. upon. So he retreated to Ilum. Yeah, he hid in this cave and he built defenses, including mm-hmm. the much rumored and almost impossible to master V blade. The V blade. Yeah. He built himself a blue and orange V blade. Right. And the day he's been dreading has come where he must defend himself he, and the secrets of Ilum. He must fight. Must fight. Yeah, and he, in fact, that's what he says. He steps forward and says, I must fight! And the Death Trooper, like, shoots. And I think Hwang blocks a couple of the shots. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. No, he's not a Jedi. Not a Jedi. 
in, but he is a, a robot, and he, yeah. and he does a droid, and he does have yeah. a pretty fast uh, reflexes. But he's also old and broken, <laughs> and has missing missing limbs. So he does right. some good blocking. He's trying to do the thing that he teaches his students to do, right, which right. is to reflect the blast back, but it's not working. The blasts are hitting the wall and the ceiling. There's an explosion of crystals. Uh, I think one uh, kyber crystal flies out, and it cuts Haydn's nose. Ooh, it ooh, cuts yeah, a, yeah. right across his nose. Oh, the blood oh, spurting. Oh, oh, it's gross. I've been, I've been struck. I've been struck. <laughs> uh, now, this death trooper yeah. uh, keeps firing, and I think that's our first real, real choice of combat here yeah. is can mm. Professor Yang take down that yes. death trooper? But not directly and not maybe by complete choice, all right? Uh, we would like to get our... Our fighter's choices and yeah. actions have consequences or successes. Um, as he is uh, deflecting the blasters, you know, he doesn't... A good Jedi would maybe to be able to control the ricochet. Yeah, you know? but boom, no, boom. it's wild swings. It's wild. So, boom, I think he's fortunate. The force is with him on this day. It hits some uh, crystals on the top. Okay. And some stalactites, I guess we'd call Oh, right? yeah. Um, um, those are the upper ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stalagmites down below. Yes. It's been a while, kids. Um, and it... <laughs> Ken did take Caves 101. That's okay. We both did, but it's been a long time. And it falls down on the Death Trooper. Oh, yeah. I think it just, it cracks him in the head. Yeah. Splits his, his helmet open. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. It is ugly. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that Ilum itself maybe is expressing some anger. Il- Ilum it's like they say in Game of Thrones, the wall defends itself. Yeah. Ilum defends itself. The cave strikes back. Yes. Yes. And Ooh, now title. it's just Professor Huang and, I'm just going to say it different every time, yeah. uh, versus Minister Haydn. Yeah. And uh, the professor steps forward and says, do you know who I am? And Haydn, he, he's afraid, but... He plays the, he's learned it well from Palpatine. He's like, he stands up, he's like, oh, I am just a mere researcher. You must be the famous droid, Professor Huang. I mean you no harm. My death troopers are just following orders. I didn't tell them to attack you. It came from above. I'm here for research. But you are a follower of the Sith Lord that I have heard about in Jedi broadcasts from the temple known as Darth Sidious, are you not? Uh, well, there's been a lot of misinformation following uh, the Jedi turning on the Republic. You're probably hearing some uh, false narratives put out by the Jedi. Now, Haydn is doing a great job, and I think normally... His obsequious lies would fool almost anyone. But Professor Huang is an ancient, ancient droid who has Mm. spent most of his time with children trying to do a difficult thing. He has heard lies more than maybe any sentient being in the galaxy. He can hear through bullshit. Yes. So I think he just says, um, in retrospect, what I said was not a question. It was a statement. I know what you are. I know what you're here for. And I will be the last line of defense. Which is when Haydn has a little bit of a, a little bit of a click in his mind. He's like, well, okay. 
a droid will not stand between the might of my emperor's empire. And he grabs a broken shard Ooh. of crystal and he flings it straight at. Oh, Hoi. yeah. Yeah, and his his anger is uh, serving him now. Again, he is he's not a Sith; he's mm-hmm. just a fan. But this is an old droid, and uh, Professor Huang tries to. Mm-hmm. He makes a wild swing uh, with the V blade. In fact, he tries so hard he accidentally cuts off one of his own <laughs> arms. <laughs> the, the the design of the blade is is fallible. It's yes. it's, it's questionable. A, yeah. It's it looks yeah. cool, but this is why you don't always make blades that just look cool because yeah. they can be dangerous. So he cuts off one of his own arms and the crystal lodges in between in like his oh, yeah. abdomen space yep. where they there where droids are sometimes unnecessarily exposed yeah, oddly <laughs> exposed the crystal just lodges right in there the midsection of and the i think hayden oh mm, hayden yeah. loves evil yes. he hates jedi he yes and i so i think he now sees a moment of weakness and he goes for it. I think yeah. he picks up that uh, f- one of the fallen blades yep. that were slingshot, and I think he ignites it, mm. and I think he starts slashing away, and mm. I think he starts criticizing <laughs> Professor Yang's appearance. Is only he can do as a great critic. Blood still trickling from his nose. What does he say to try to cut down the feelings of pres- Professor Huang? You, like your Ancient disappearing order are old and broken down and unable to defend yourself from the stamping momentum of the future. You are a relic. I shall bury you in this planet of Jedi uh, history. You will be erased when we use this planet for the might of the Empire. Oh, and it's great. And then I think he goes in, and he's hacking away, and Yang is, uh, he's ducking and weaving, and he's kicking up snow to try to block it, and he's blocking some of the light, these wild swings. And then Haydn criticizes his actual physical appearance. You are mismatched, <laughs> stained, <laughs> rusted, <laughs> slow to react, creaky, and broken. And I think uh, some of this is uh, hitting home with Hang, <laughs> that he knows it's true. He knows he's seen better days. He's wrestling with the guilt of having failed the Jedi Order and being the, the last line of defense. And what a crappy, broken last line of defense he is as he starts trying to reach back into his own training and all the things that he has told uh, his students and he's told them to to try to figure out what makes them unique because mm-hmm. that leads to what their lightsaber is so he's blocking these horrible attacks and trying to make himself uh, think about what makes him unique mm-hmm. and he realizes that maybe he can turn his own weaknesses into strengths he's a weird broken yeah. ugly creature so uh, he decides to embrace his own ugliness Yeah. so he lets out a weird scream he's like ah and he, he advances on Haydn with the V lightsaber, and, and Haydn kind of falls back, right. uh, uh, startled. And Huyang starts tearing himself apart in rebuilding himself in front of mm-hmm. Haydn, and mm-hmm. like just making himself as strange and ugly as possible. He takes his own head off and attaches it, like uh, mm, basically yeah. uh, where like he he puts it on his he puts his own head on his crotch. <laughs> He takes a leg and he stick makes that an arm. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he yeah. takes that crystal and he jams it in a, in an arm socket yeah. and he just starts 
dancing around like, ooh, what do you think of me now? This is the real me. What do you think of that? Haydn looks at him and says, you are an abomination, not worthy of this galaxy. And And, uh, Haydn's pretty proud of that one. Yeah. He just kind of stares at him. (laughs) Um, So I, I think that's an opportunity for Hoang to act. Yeah, and I think he takes it. He's, and he, I think he says, you don't understand. Sometimes being weak or different makes you stronger like this. And he tips over. He just mm. throws himself bodily on top of Haydn. Mm. Haydn naturally puts his hands up and Hoang brings up the V-blade. Mm. And as he falls, shunk, cuts off both of Haydn's hands. Oh, wow. Double, <laughs> double... Double hand slice. Yeah, double hand slice. And mm-hmm. body dub, double hand slice body slam. Wham. So Haydn suddenly has no hands and yeah. has the ugliest, freakiest robot on top of him yeah. with the head now <laughs> buried in between Haydn's legs. This is the most not safe for work episode of the <laughs> databank we've done yet, and I love it. So how do you think Haydn he he screams in pain, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I think he struggles to push him off. Yeah, uh, stump, stump, yeah. flailing. If you've ever seen me try to get off my couch after <laughs> a, a couple hours of playing uh, Twitch or something, then I, I have this weird, always extended side of the couch. Like it's, it's like a, it's, it's a long, it's an L. My couch is an L. Always ready for action. I can't quite get off that. I have to like, <laughs> I have to like to make sure all my drinks and liquids are clear. Yeah, I flail about. I think. That's what's going on underneath, uh, uh, underneath Hawaii. Okay, Haydn's just flailing about, flailing, flailing, and I think he sees something. He mm. sees that uh, compass, mm, yes. that weird Defined old ancient it. compass. Uh, you know, just uh, uh, pulsing with dark side energy. Yep. It's got the weird wavy pointer, yep. and I think he grabs it between his his two stumps. <laughs> And desperately stabs at Professor Huang, loosely holding it in between his stumps. This is so gruesome. <laughs> um, it's good to get it back to this place in Data Bank. <laughs> yes, and I he think he aims for as best he can. The logistics are fuzzy in my brain now, but he <laughs> he goes so. he goes for the crotch head of <laughs> Wang and is able to pierce one of his Sensors, his eyes, his eyes, with, with his yellow eyes, Sith uh, Finder antenna. Yeah. Okay, so and that that really hurts Huang because Huang is a seer. He's the one who wants to be able to yeah. see who who the kids are yeah. and help them find, help them see themselves. Mm-hmm. So that that really hurts. His eye socket uh, pulls out. Yeah. Uh, Huang is kind of mystified, like thinking to himself. Normally, cutting cutting people's arms off or hands off just that, that kind of that that slows the roll, but not this guy. Yeah, he is committed to this horrible doctrine of the empire. Yes, and I think this might be a good place to pause our battle. Both both have wounded, been <laughs> wounded grievously, wounded themselves grievously. Yes. Who do we want to win this combat? Look, I I think Huang. I feel sorry for him. This has been a long, illustrious career. A thousand years or more of of Jedi knowledge. Uh, Imagine what he's done to help Jedi go out, uh, Padawans to go out and become Jedi, to go out and save the galaxy and help the galaxy. (sighs) Negotiate with their lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. There is a time 
a time to go and a time to not be part of the story anymore. And uh, Haydn, sometimes you can harness that anger and evil and, and get what you want. Yeah. I would go Haydn. I think this has to be Haydn. I think this is a lesson that is learned in this time period a lot is that uh, people who worship the dark side like to fight. And people who like to find the light have to find a more clever way right. to be victorious. And Huang just might have seen the end of end of his days. End of days. Yeah. So I think that... Uh, so uh, Huang gets gets the Sith compass in the eye. Right. It's lodged in there. Yeah. Because obviously Haydn doesn't have a great grip. He, in fact, doesn't have a grip. He has wrist pressure. Right. And that's not working for him. So Huang uh, does the unthinkable mm-hmm. and uh ejects his head <laughs> he force ejects his head mm-hmm. to a, try to escape uh it's he manages to kind of angle himself so it kind of pops up right and goes over in the snow it doesn't fly into no in the height and scratch no no it's not a crotch shot it no. is an attempt he, poof, he he fires his head over right uh taking that compass with it now Haydn still has his stumps where he can attack the rest of his body. So wh- what does he do to the body of Huang? Um, well, what he does is uh, he, with the two stumps, he pulls that crystal out of his arm socket. You said there was oh, a yeah, crystal. Oh, yeah, yeah. He stuck a crystal in his arm socket. And he yanks it out. And then he, with his, I guess, feet, maybe one of his feet? Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Or maybe, you know what? Even better, even more violent. With his teeth. With his teeth. He goes for the center uh, thorax, if you will. Yes, the I abdomen will. of uh, of uh, Huang and rips open like a center piece. So he it's like a little cover. He bites it open. Yeah, and then with the stumps, he pushes that crystal essentially into the heart of this. Droid. Oh, he drives it into the heart, the crystal, yeah. destroying the body yeah. of Huang. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's painful, painful. And Huang kind of knew this. His head is still operating. Yes. His head is still yes. functioning. Like like 3PO on Cloud City. Like 3PO on Cloud City. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's the old Monty Python. It's just a surface uh, wound. Yeah. You know, that that's not... Huang knows the end is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he taunts Haydn. Yeah. It's like, no matter what you do to my body, my head is over here. And that is a metaphor for the light side of the force. Yeah. You may kill the body, but the head will live on for a while. I mean, I realize. I understand. I know. You're going to come over. I, I'm not mobile. You're going to come over here and kill, kill my head. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. And while he's saying this, mm-hmm. it's a distraction because the the, the uh, cords from his neck, Yeah, yeah. they're waving about. They're okay. waving about. And uh, what Haydn doesn't see mm-hmm. oh. is that Huang is basically loading up a memory core. Mm-hmm. In his head, and he is ejecting it from his head, okay. and he is burying it in the snow. Oh, so all of that knowledge can someday be found. Ooh, I like. He's that. embracing his end, and yeah. he knows that it is time yeah. for the Jedi to slumber. Yes, and they shall return again, and yes. they will need to know important things like you can make a lightsaber out of wood. Yeah, if you want to go crazy. Yeah, you can go. You can do that. He wants Jedi. He wants them to know. To know. Yeah. So he, he buries it in the snow mm-hmm. I, I, as he taunts Haydn. Yeah. To try to bring about his end. Yeah. Um, and Haydn stumbles over. Um, he kicks the head a little bit. 
jerk. You can't do anything now. And then I think uh, I think he picks up the head. Okay. And with his stumps. With his stumps. Looks, surveys the scene. And I think he has an idea. I will present this as a token of our uh, conquering of the knowledge of Ilum to my emperor. Nice. And I think he exits the cave, finds the crew sitting out there. They're on breaks. Yeah. You know, like, where'd, uh, <laughs> where'd that guy go? Where'd our boss go? I don't know. You know one on the desk stick? Yeah, okay. And he comes out, and, and then I think uh, he proclaims victory. He holds it up as best he can, like a peace orb, if it's, yeah. as if he was boss Nass. <laughs> yeah. Um, does he shut it off? Does he shut off Hoang? I think Hoang is still talking a little bit, and I think okay. uh, I think that Haydn thinks he is going to mm. bring this this trophy, trophy yeah, right? the trophy with information, with information. Yeah. Now uh, Haydn uh, Hoang has has dumped some of the information, right. but I think Hoang is still talking. I think Hoang is angling, and this is the first time we, I mm. think we've had this on Databank Brawl. Mm. Hoang wants to be murdered. He wants Haydn to believe he has ended him yeah. so he doesn't suspect about the memory core he has right. left behind. Right. So Haydn's thinking, I'm going to bring this home. I'm going to bring this home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here, here's what I think happens. This is what the troopers and the drillers mm-hmm. see is Haydn, this kind of creepy guy in yeah. the weird robes, comes running out with smoking stumps for hand. Yeah. He is carrying in his head what looks like just kind of a normal droid head, but right. it's got this weird arcane... Mm-hmm. Compass thing sticking out of the <laughs> eye, and but and Hayden's like, ah, ah, prepare my ship. I need hands. He's kind of he's 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 starting to stress a little yeah, bit. He's little he's bit. going through shock. Yeah. And I think uh, in the last moment of victory, I think Professor Huang yeah looks at one of the troopers and just yells, "I'm a bomb!" <laughs> and the troopers open fire. And Huang's head explodes from blaster fire, and Haydn falls to his knees like, no, you idiots. Fools. Um, he has to do an after-action report for the Emperor when yeah. things go wrong. But I think if we fade out there at that Yeah, point, yeah, I, I think... Uh, and then we fade back in. Yeah. Following the events of the Galactic Civil War... A young man dressed in black with a cloak lands an X-Wing in a sassy, uh, grumpy, but uh, mischievous droid R2 unit in the back. And this this creature, this creature, this person pops up and walks into the cave, looks around, digs, and finds a little glisten gling, in the snow. Yeah. And Luke Skywalker bends down and moves some snow away and picks up this memory core. Yeah. I was like, well, I must study this. Yeah. He turns around and walks out of the cave. It's not not a kyber crystal. It's no. even better. It's even better. And let me ask you one last question. Yes. Does Haydn get new hands? He does. He gets um, same kind of robotic hands that Luke gets, because by the time we see him again in Star Wars Rebels, he's got what appears to be two working hands. Two but working now hands. you guys know the true canon. Yeah, that they were lost on a cave. Yeah. And, um, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Is there one more? Yeah. Oh, there is <laughs> one more. Yeah. I want to know. You 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 feel uh, tapped into Haydn? I do. Do the hands do anything special? Uh, the hands um, can be used as weapons. 
He's more prepared now. Uh, I am uh, out to do the Emperor's work, but I don't know what I'll encounter out there on my, on my archaeological adventures. So he has the hands, uh, one of the uh, fingers, um, a finger in each hand could be uh, moved and a, a crystal blade is in each one. <laughs> All right. I like that a lot. Uh, and that is the story of how Minister Varys Hyden was the very first person to get a hand that had secret vibro fingers. <laughs> and that is our story. Another weird databank yeah, brawl. Man, this one was fun because every once in a while, you know, we have the crazy matchups like, how are those going to fight? And these guys kind of made sense same, how they might, genre, might yeah. come together and even more bizarre and disastrous than I expected. Love it. So delightful. If you have characters that you would like to see fight, by all means, let us know. Use the hashtag databank brawl. The old databank on starwars.com, it's been getting updated more. They've been adding a lot more characters from Last Jedi, some from Rebels. We're still going to do some deep dives. We'll have Mm. some special episodes coming up. We're coming up on our 100th episode pretty soon. We'll have something very special for that, as we always do on big anniversary episodes. A hundred episodes is insanity. So thank you uh, for all that support. And of course, do use that hashtag databank brawl to let us know who you want to see throw down. Ken, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me at Cadnapsuck. You want to join me on Twitch? It's twitch.tv slash Cadnapsuck. I'll play Little Battlefront 2 and you can talk to me about Star Wars and life, the universe and everything. That is right. You can also connect with Tony Thaxton, who wrote the great theme music for Databank Brawl, also our main show, and Jennifer Landa's new show, Happy Beeps. More Tony Thaxton music coming. You can also check out his Patreon for even more Star Wars music. And, in fact, he released for free download the theme he wrote for Happy Beeps, which is some BB-8 funk, which will make your day great no matter what. You can also check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com com slash force center we got some merch at tpublic.com slash user slash force center for myself you can check out my podcast obsessed i got a lot of live shows coming up and all that information is on my website at josephscrimshaw.com you can also find me on twitter and instagram is at joseph scrimshaw you can like force center on facebook and follow us on twitter is at force center pod and until next time as luke skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him i care that's it for databank brawl deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 